Warning! The following program does not necessarily reflect or constitute the belief or opinion of the staff and performers from DDP Studios, Inc. Because that would be freaking boring if everyone had the same opinion and everyone repeating from the same voice. Like doll! DDP Studios, Inc. is a diverse and unique corporation. We believe to truly be in community, you must believe in the individual, to liberty and the right to freedom of speech, which in the end, it must reflect all opinions, even the ones we hate. Your discretion is advised. We are post-political, pro-individual, unlimited potential. This is a foolproof event. Rated F for real fun. Your maturity is advised. The following program may contain excessive derogatory creative mentions of sex, sexuality, perhaps on occasion of fracking coarse language, and cause adverse effects of laughter along with making you think. We may lie to tell the truth, to tell the truth, to tell a lie, for the lie to be exposed and the truth to finally be told. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new edition of DDP Radio Daily. For those days you feel like a nut, for those days you don't, on June 28, 2021, um, it's 9 a.m. and it's Monday. My name is JC Moses. I'm your super smart, crazy French Canadian Aboriginal gay man who died of age who came back to life who has slight anger issues towards lazy thinkers and injustices of all sort. I'm also a producer, director, and a published one too. Uh, thank you for joining me today. Now I'm your. We're going to play Canadian music today for a full two hours of great Canadian bands, and that's all we play here on DDP for Radio Daily. It is only Canadian music, which is that I love because there's so much Canadian talent out there. There's so much Canadian music that I. You know, you'd never get bored. <laughs> uh, okay, so we got a great show for you too. I got to do a, Google, a, a great selection of memes as well. And uh, yeah, we'll just get right to it. But first and foremost, one of the topics I wanted to talk today is Bill C-10 and Bill C-36, which are the most ominous bills I've ever seen pass in Parliament, especially Bill C-36, disguised as um, a, a new hate speech bill, but it's not at all. It's something completely, uh, completely uh, different than what you're uh, seeing from corporate media right now. So I'll go into that a little bit with you today, but I'm not going to emphasize on it because <laughs> we're here to have fun as well. I'm also here to, uh, to express some comedy as well and some wisdom. So <laughs> no further ado, we'll start off uh, our musical set with Arcade Fire. Uh, yeah, wake up. This is Arcade 5. Woo! Wake up, people.
perfect time of year Somewhere far away from here I feel fine enough, I guess Considering everything's a mess There's a restaurant down the street Where hungry people like to eat I could walk, but I'll just drive It's colder than it looks outside It's like a dream you try to remember, but it's gone Then you're trying to scream, but it only comes out as young When you're trying to see the one beyond your front door Take your time, so way I'm gonna make you smile When you realize that a guy by side might take a while Just to try to figure out what all this is for It's the perfect time of day To throw all your cares away Put the sprinkler on the lawn And run through with my gym shorts on Take a drink right from the hose And change into some drier clothes Climb the stairs up to my room Sleep away the afternoon It's like a dream you're trying to remember but it's gone Then you're trying to scream but it only comes out as a yawn When you're trying to see the world beyond your front door Take your times away or I'm gonna make you smile When you realize that a guy might take a while Just to try to figure out what all this is for Pinch me Such as this It's hard to tell if I exist Pack the car and leave this town Who'll notice that I'm not around I could hide out under there I just made you say underwear I could leave, but I'll just stay. All my stuff's here anyway. Like the dream you're trying to remember, but it's gone. Then you try to scream, but it only comes out as a yawn. When you try to see the world beyond your front door. Take your time to wait, I'm going to make you smile. When you realize it, my side might take a while just to try to figure out what all this is for. Try to figure out what all this is for Try to see the world beyond your front door Try to figure out what all this is for
Trying to pick up on a chick like, bitch, you want this? That ain't class. Yeah, you know, I'm my song. Yeah. I got a record label that's for me on. But I still stay classy. Still stay classy. Still stay classy. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. And if you're not relating, it's hard not to hate them. Don't care what they say, and I ain't changing. That ain't classy. That ain't classy. That ain't classy. Yo, my daily insecurities Got me locked down like I'm sitting in security Getting locked down and it never did occur to me It presented perfectly verbally My uncertainties could turn into my currencies You'll never see my shirt wide open With the chest hair blowing in the wind I know it You'll never see me lose it Trying to justify my music at award shows Cause I didn't win I know it I'm adamant I won't become extravagant Cause yo, my management And the guys I travel with They having it I'm just an average man Who happened to have a plan Never had a front on who I am to attract a fan And don't be mad cause I never pop bottles I don't waste my money, I save my money Returning pop bottles, don't hate Wait, I ain't trying to say I'm trying to get paid I'm trying to work to earn the money I make That's class I'm playing my song And I got a record label that's pulling me on But I still stay classy yeah. I still stay classy I still stay classy I'ma do what I gotta do And if you're not related It's hard not to hate I'm the ultimatum And the drama where I'm often hated Cause they not relating And I don't feel offended Everyone can say their peace I just really hate pretending So all you get is me That's classy Radio's playing my song So telephone a friend. Yo, Kimo's got this new song, it's dope, man. Call back to 
this to the prime is optimist. Bands of friends, I'm universal and cosmic. Concrete jungles abound. Stand by the speaker, you're smothered and covered up in the sound. You stand strong as you pump your fist. I'm talking all that jazz. Now what's my definition? My definition. My definition. My definition is this. My definition. My definition. My definition. My definition is this. My definition. My definition is this. My definition. It's often said to do damage Skin so strong, even Superman needs a hand So bob your head, dread as I kick the funk flow This rhyme is subliminal, yet you don't think so I walk with a gold cane, a gold brain and no gold chain Behind the truth lies, there lies a parapet In the mix is where dream warriors go Define if you will, but I know so Here is the definition My definition, my definition my definition is this, my definition, my definition, my definition, my definition is this, my definition, my definition is this, my definition. Right now I know it's a poet just like a poet, your definition of me is definitely wrong. Why must I try to lie and build an alibi? All you ask is just for me to be me Replace a replaceable replacement with this Relax, relax, relaxation with fasting My name is King Lou Mine is capital Q Bags of mostly water Search to find my definition My definition My definition My definition is this My definition My definition My definition My definition is this My definition My definition is this My definition Welcome back to DDP Radio. My definition of my definition. There we <laughs> of course, that was uh, my my last song was my definition uh, by the Dream Warriors. Of course, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to DDP Radio Daily. And of course, we topped it off uh, that musical set with uh, "Wake Up" by Arcade Fire, and of course, "Pinch Me" by Bare Naked Ladies. And that ain't classy, classified. And of course, my last song there, uh, my definition of a boom, Dream Warriors. Wasn't that a great song though? The, the Dream Warriors. Uh, that was like the odd song like it came out in the 90s and it was like one of those songs like it reminds you like of the old uh 
you know, the old poets, you know, from the jazz type. That was like, it was a really cool song. Uh, yeah, it was a great musical set. Thank you uh, for listening. If you are joining me, um, you can always reach me at 647-704-1504 if you have a request. And of course, you can reach me by email, jean-claude at ddpstudios.com. If you do not know who we are, we are DDP Studios Incorporated. We make thinking fun. And of course, check out, this is our website right here. Uh, there you go. You can see previous programming and you can actually see it. What is there? There it is, DDP Live. You can watch DDP Live right here. Uh, we can watch this live here on, on, on the website. And of course, uh, don't rem remember, happy Pride today. Um, if you're uh, wanting to do something cool for watching it for Pride, uh, check out our comedic documentary uh, film, uh, uh, the director's cut of Jesus Meets the Gay Man, starring Paul Bellini, Scott Thompson, uh, Carla Collins, uh, like Richard Ryer, uh, like uh, PJ Phil Guerrero and a whole bunch of other slew of uh, Canadian celebrities. Check this out. It's Jesus Meets the Gay Man. It's free right now at the moment on our website at JesusMeetsTheGayMan.com, the director's cut. And if you did want to check it out later, you can also check it out on Amazon Prime, uh, uh, NBC, Comcast, VOD, DirecTV, AT&T, and Verizon, Vivicity, and also on iTunes. Um, yeah, it's a great movie. It's a cool movie. Cool, totally cool movie. Yeah, you'll laugh. You'll laugh to death. You'll laugh to death. Um, I'm so happy about this movie because I was like, uh, when we produced it the first time, like everybody was looking at us, what? Are you crazy? We got no funding for this movie. Nothing from the Ontario Media Development Corporation. Nothing from Telefilm. It's basically I just went around twisting nipples, <laughs> getting interviews from people and then and creating some funny skits with some of my friends. And uh, yeah, and then the product ended up uh, being picked up by Breaking Glass Films in the United States. Nobody in Canada would pick it up. For some strange reason, no matter how many of the sleuths, Canadian celebrities were on it, they wouldn't pick it up. I wouldn't understand why. But the stage just ate it up. Ate it. They thought it was the greatest. Uh, they thought it was really funny. So it's one of those films that you um, that you watch and you say, wow, this is from Canada? <laughs> and you're kind of like, wow, that's actually, why did we not know, know about this? I don't know. Corporate media didn't like me, I guess. Um... Because I didn't play their game all the time, so I, I, I don't I don't fraternize and they go, oh, because the industry here in Canada is way smaller than it is in the United States of America. This is the reason why most of the professional artists from Canada go down to the United States to make their careers, because simply they have the bigger market. You have 424 million people in the United States of America and more television uh, stations than than all of Canada uh, by far. So it would it would it would that's the reason why. That's the only reason why. But Canada is getting better though because we are kicking ass when it comes to music, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Anyways, we are. One of the things that are in the news lately. Uh, one of the things in the news is Bill C10 and Bill C34. I'd like to give a quick explanation. Bill C10 is basically an internet censorship bill, thus allowing the CRTC to censor any website, any post, anything they want on the internet. If they deem it to be in contravention of what they think is right or not right, uh, they have a right to. Uh, it's just, just, but it's just, it's very gross. It really sickens my heart, actually, because it feels like it's like, oh, oh, okay, we're going to have to comply to everything that would be said by the CRC or they're just going to shut down your website, which is not, not completely fair. Uh, for me, if you don't like something on television, then you just change the channel. Well, why can't you do the same thing here on, on the internet? Just, just go to another website if you don't like what you're hearing or don't like what you're seeing. And, and don't give me that crap about, oh, it's for the children. It's for the children. You know what? 
I think parents should be taking more responsibility of what their children are actually watching and having putting the uh, putting the burden on the state. I think it's just lazy, uh, lazy thinking and lazy behaviors <laughs> uh, when we try to put everything on the state that's being responsible for our safety. Okay. So, and but Bill C-36 is what really bugged me the most. And I got to tell you this about Bill C-36. Not that Bill C-10 was just passed at 1.24 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, just like that. But it hasn't passed the Senate yet because the Senate has not uh, approved it because it has to pass constitutional arrangement. If it goes through the Senate, then it would be unconstitutional. So that means the Senate's been bought out on this bill. But however, the Bill C-34 is what disturbed me. In the name of, they're labeling it as a hate speech law, a new hate speech law. But it's more like anything I don't like as a politician or anything comments I don't like or anything that I feel like I can't, it's more like a anti-criticism law, meaning that you can't criticize anybody. Because when you read the, uh, when you read the bill, go to openparliament.ca and type in bill C36 and you'll see actually the full bill. And then you'll see the arguments back and forth in the house when there's not much either. This was what bugged me too. But Bill C-36 reminds me of some like bunch of hippies from Woodstock that decided to, after some peyote <laughs> and some good weed or some great crack or whatever they were on, uh, decided to say, well, if my feelings are hurt, then I have a right to complain against that person. But uh, that person has no right to know who, who accused me or who is, uh, and what? So you basically, you're basically saying that the, anybody can call in if they're not, an approval or if they or you're critical about them or critical about their organization or critical about their politics or critical about this they're they have a right to shut you down based upon the whim based upon a phone call or based upon and you're not allowed to write you don't have the right to face your accuser and i find that very unjudicial uh, very in a judicial sense it's very wrong like you should have the right to face your accuser if somebody's accusing you of something or a hate speech or of that magnitude you should have the right to face your accuser and say and defend yourself it seems like the Adi Altaram uh, Petram, uh, you know, Latin phrase has been removed <laughs> from our judicial system. And this bill just screams, uh, oh, so now we're going to put emotions on trial now. So how you feel and, uh, 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 you know, your criticism about anybody, how you feel is now being put on trial. And that's what Bill C-36 is. It's not a hate speech bill. The criminal law here in Canada, uh, Section 324A and Section 324B of the Criminal Code Canada of Canada is very explicit, very clear on, on hate speech, and it's very well defined. The, the like, for instance, the they even define down to um, that a certain speech is allowed within debate or certain speech is allowed within political commentary if they're making a reference to a certain uh, phraseology or verbiage. It's very specific, so there was no need for an additional hate speech laws but i believe maybe perhaps the liberal government is trying to put it in just to just to try to sidetrack or try to distract canadians from some of the real issues going on in society but that's that's what it is that's all that's really is very dangerous very dangerous legislation i would beg for all our viewers here to be more astute and actually look this up like i said you go to openparliament.ca type in the bill bill c36 on a federal level and bill c10 it's disgusting it's adolf hitler would have approved of bill c10 and also bill c36 yes adolf hitler and the ss reich 
would have completely approved of these two draconian bills. It is uncanny. It's absurd. Politics now have become the theater of the absurd. I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> but anyways, that was a great musical set we started off with uh, at the beginning. But I have uh, some memes coming up pretty soon. It is 9.02. Uh, let's go to some more music. We'll be right back with more. Oh, oh, wait, let's go see what kind of music are we playing now from our friends from Spotify. Uh, thank you, Spotify. Um, I'm kind of like really happy about this because it's like it's... Uh, I have more selection of Canadian music right now. And then it, it helps me um, extend my SOCAN license. We've been licensed to play to since 2014. So now that, I, that we have a partnership with Spotify so that we can play some of their music on the air, it's kind of like refreshing because I'm like, oh my God, I could do this. I could play this song. I could play that song. Like uh, Dream Warriors. My definition. You know, that kind of song that's, that you forget about. <laughs> uh, and they were great hits. Anyways, next song is Hot Child in the City by Nick Gilder. Um, and stay tuned. We'll be right back. Danger in the shape of something wild Stranger dressed in black, she's a hungry child No
Yeah, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Yeah. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to DDP for Radio. For those days you feel like it, for those days you don't, uh, welcome back to the show. It is now 9.16 p.m. What a great musical set that we started off with. Of course, we started off with Hot Child in the City, Nick Gilder. And, of course, Like an Animal, Poor Young Things, The City's a Mess by So Set the Whale. And, of course, <laughs> Ocean. What was the other song? I just forgot it now. Oh, yeah, Ocean Pearl, 5440. My God, that was a lot. That was a lot. Uh, a song that I totally forgot about. And I put it in the playlist today and I thought it was like uh, very, very um, formidable <laughs> to be putting that band, to putting that band on, a, on a Canadian music band list on DDP Radio Daily. Uh, if you are joining us right now, the, uh, my name is JC Moses. I'm your super smart French Canadian Aboriginal gay man who died of AIDS and came back to life who happens to have a slight anger issue towards lazy thinkers and also injustices of all sort. And I happen to be a pro uh, published producer, director, editor, and writer. And photographer and cinematographer. Anyways, I don't want to go on with my stupid long, you know, resume. So, <laughs> it's 917. As I, before the break, I was talking about like uh, Bill C10 and Bill C34. The, the internet censor, censorship bill and also Bill C36, uh, sorry. <laughs> That's like my feelings, Bill. My feelings are hurt, Bill. That's what I call it now. My feelings are hurt, Bill. The anti-criticism bill. Obviously, just in time for the elections, if that's what Justin Trudeau wants, is that's the, I think that's what the liberals are looking for, to put a bill in so that they can uh, censor anybody who criticizes their policy or criticizes them in the name of hate speech. Well, I don't, I hate what you're saying about my policies. Really? So you're not allowed to hate anything? You can't hate this? You can't hate, uh, what's going on? And that's exactly how the bill is expressed. It's very vague, too. It's very ominous. So read it for yourself. Go to openparliament.ca and check it out because it's, it's absolutely fallacious thinking. It's completely disgusting. It drives me nuts uh, that our governments have become the theater of the absurd. But c'est la vie. That's the way it is at the moment. But things, all things are subject to change. All things are subject to change. Always. Just like after, you know, during the Second World War. I don't know if you know this, but if you ever talk to... Um, to veterans or seniors who have you know lived through the second world war a lot of them said yeah it was years and then then all of a sudden it was over and then the newberg trials happened and then all those scumbags were all tried at the newberg trial and the newberg code came out of it and the newberg code then became the standard for our human rights code here in canada and uh, of course across the world um especially when it comes down to medical procedures or medical treatments or medical experiments in the current situation with the medical vaccine as people are looking at it now um like i see the young people saying the most the most erroneous thing as if they haven't read history or they haven't read anything from uh you know from the second world war or they haven't read anything like so, some people have, you ask the question to some of the young people and say do you believe that it's okay that you should uh, ban somebody from not going to a concert or not going to this or not going out they didn't have a vaccine or should you ban people from not traveling if they don't have the vaccine? Oh, yeah. I think you should just like ban them completely that they don't have a right because they're a threat to humanity. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then, I, and then you hear the same middle class couple uh, saying the same thing. And then I realized they're just repeating talking points uh, from television, like literally repeating talking points, like word for word, trained. And you can see where their source of information is. I always say to myself, uh, 
Like people say, well, you can't believe everything that's on the internet, JC. I said, yeah, but you can't believe everything that's in the library, da-da. And they go, what? I said, not every book in the library is true. And I said, you can't believe everything on television either. Because if you, if you think that just because the guy in the tie and the woman in the skirt on the, on the glass desk, behind the glass desk in the newsroom, is telling you the absolute truth, no, no. There's a lot of omissions of truth that are happening, uh, occurring within uh, the newsroom. Omissions of truth that would be relevant to the uh, to citizens, if they were well informed, they would be a, they would be a highly different situation regarding masks, highly different situation regarding lockdowns, highly different situation regarding uh, the vaccine. And it was so funny how these when I asked this question about that the the uh, the young people just answered automatically, almost in the in in the absolution that a vaccine will actually protect you. And almost in the absolution that your mask will protect you from COVID-19, which is not true at all. Even on a scientific, scientific level, uh, no, there's none. There's not even one scientific paper that actually proves that masks actually work. And you can't find one. There is none. And then when every time you ask somebody about it, they say, oh, I don't know. With a guy in the tie on the news set, so, so must be true. No, no, no. And then this whole thing about it's a consensus. Well, it's not a consensus. And I was explaining today my, with my... Um, uh, one of my friends today, because I said it last, I always say this all the time. Every time somebody says, well, it's a consensus. It's a consensus, Jay I said, no, it's not a consensus. Not all medical doctors agree. My medical doctor doesn't agree. And he's a virologist and immunologist. But you never see a virologist or immunologist on television. You see epidemiology. Well, epidemiology is still a bronze age science. Contagion theory is still bronze age in its science. So why are we so foolhardy to believe what we're believing? And I think it's because we got good intentions of good citizens and good Canadian citizens who've had the, uh, you know, we're the newsroom here in Canada uh, for years and years and years. We've always depended on them to report the news. And we think that uh, because that label is still there, that must be true. But labels change. People change. Companies change. And companies can become more sinister or more, um, you know, corrupt. And I think that's what that's become. I think that's the, the, uh, some of these, uh, well, a lot of the media companies have, uh, some board members that share the same board members on pharmaceutical companies. So do you think that's in the best interest of the, uh, the, the media company or the television company to actually support vaccines? Of course they are because they're benefiting from it. They're benefiting from a higher sponsorship from that, from that pharmaceutical company. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of questions that need to be asked to be asked and people don't like to ask questions i'm so, so shocked that not everybody's into asking questions but a lot of people like to follow uh blindly and i always say that if you follow your politicians uh so blindly you're just like that young man at the strip club who thinks the stripper likes them <laughs> that's an old joke guys i'm sorry for repeating it and i apologize but that's the truth <laughs> it's 923 uh and it's june 28 2021 and so much is happening. Um, you know, happy Pride yesterday for those who were celebrating Pride. Uh, we we stopped we stopped uh, covering Pride, I believe, about two two three years ago. Especially when World Pride came in, they were um, it's not inclusive anymore. I find that Pride was not exclusive inclusive anymore. They had uh, graduating passes, media passes like bronze, silver, and gold. <laughs> That's not inclusive. And then the there was. Uh, it just it, it just didn't feel right anymore and all the old board members from pride all of them all of them were all out and it was replaced by a brand new uh board members that uh 
did not even follow in the same traditions or were not even there during the bathhouse raids. <laughs> That's what started it. It was a big march at one time. It was a big fight at one time. And it was called the bathhouse raids. I think I'm not aware about the history of Toronto. But the bathhouse raids here in Toronto occurred uh, during the early 80s in 1982. And it, what happened is that the police, uh, the police here in Toronto uh, raided a bathhouse, a gay bathhouse. And they did the lesbians as well later on too, so their lesbians were inv- you know, included in this. So they raided a gay bathhouse. And then they uh, decided with the media, City TV, CTV, CBC, all of them, including radio and print, Toronto Star, Globe Mail, all of them did it. They were all guilty of this. All the media here in Canada put the list of those gay men who were caught in the bathhouse. They put the list in the paper, on television. Oh my gosh, it created an uproar within the gay community. A lot of men lost their jobs, a lot of men lost their homes, their apartments, uh, lost their livelihood completely, were shunned. By their own uh by their own friends or straight friends you would call it and at the time you got to understand 1982 wasn't uh, you know buggery were still actually illegal in, in in britain and yet people here in canada were like you know judging them and a lot of men committed suicide from that point because they lost everything and those deaths okay are on the conscience of cops and and, and everything and the police we worked hard for with the police for years and years and years we worked hard for the police and the police do have a right to be in the parade there was no need for them to take off their uniform uh for blm at the time but because the police really did uh ask for forgiveness about what they did to the gay community because at one point there was actually uh when the gay community found out that when after the bathhouse raids and that list was put up there was a big there was a statement i remember the the flyer it says uh enough is enough and meet uh but it says there was there was just a time but there's no place to meet so what happens is that all gays and lesbians that was the first time i think lesbians actually you know joined in uh, on this gays and lesbians got out into the streets and then fought with the cops i mean literally fighting with the cops like fist and blood getting arrested the whole bit and that's when the marches started the march for equality the march for rights um, for, for the gay community, um, because what they did with the media and what, uh, the cops did at the time was just atrocious. It was not the Canadian way. I remember the, uh, Dr. Reverend Brent Hawks at the time went on a hunger strike. I remember, uh, Margaret Atwood did an eloquent speech. It, uh, in March of that year, after the bathhouse raids, uh, there was a big, huge, basically the first gay pride, I guess, or the first uh, pride. And then I guess they had to change from March to July or June, sorry. I guess you couldn't wear a thong in March. It was too cold. It's Canada, of course. Because um, I thought it would, you, when you think about it, you thought, oh, well, why didn't they just stick with March as, you know, like the gay pride parade or the gay, um, you know, pride month? Um, and then I thought, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't wear a thong in March. You know, it's too cold. It's too cold. And every and then all the men with the Prince Alberts just can't wear that either. You know, it'd be like injuries and things like that, probably. So <laughs> that's probably what had to happen. All right. So I'm going to go to some of the memes of the day for our radio uh, listeners. Uh, of course, um, I'm going to describe some of the uh, some of the memes. Of course, one of my first memes today. I I really like this. I really like this meme. Check this out. This is a good one here. Um, this is from Ian Smith. Now, this is the gym owner, Ian Smith, and it's a picture of a man, a very healthy man with a, a nice beard, very handsome man, who refused to close his gym in New Jersey 
And so he, he, he gives this truth bomb to everybody. And I, and I believe exactly what he's saying, because it, it's pretty much, pretty much everything they've done as far as uh, health uh, you know, regiments is everything against our health. Uh, everything the government is doing right now is designed to make you fat, weak, stupid, depressed, lazy, and reliant on crumbs they wipe off their plates. Health replaced by pharmaceuticals, education replaced by programming, hard work replaced by handouts. These people hate you, Ian Smith. And it's not far from the truth. I, that's a lot of that. Lockdowns have never proven to be healthy, okay? Masks, there's no proof of that ever working. Vaccines are not absolute proof at all. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I am, you know, pro-research, you know, and anti-stupidity. <laughs> that's, that's what I am. Um, so, and a lot of these mandates just don't make sense. There's no health. There's nothing healthy about these mandates at all. Uh, so I felt this was a truth bomb that just like spoke right to the truth. Designed to make you fat, weak, stupid, depressed, lazy, and relying on crumbs for the wave off their plates. It's true. It doesn't make you fat. You know how much weight or how much people lose weight because of stress uh, during the lockdowns? It's unbelievable. It's not, it's, not, it's not good for you. All right, so this next meme is actually pretty cool. This is from Bruce Lee. So Bruce Lee, and there's a picture of Bruce Lee with his fist up. Oh, no! Now, supposedly he said this. I, I did check uh, a few other sources, and he supposedly did say this. Bruce Lee said, don't speak negatively about yourself, even as a joke. Your body doesn't know the difference. Words are energy and cast spells. That's why it's called spelling. Change the way you speak about yourself and you could change your life. What you're not changing, you're also choosing. Ooh. That was from Bruce Lee. Isn't that cool? That was from, that was from Bruce Lee. I like that. I'll, I'll repeat it again. Bruce Lee said, don't speak negatively about yourself, even as a joke. Your body doesn't know the difference. Words are energy and cast spells. That's why it's called spelling. Change the way you speak about yourself and change, and you could change your life. And what you're not changing, you're also choosing. Wow. What a kick in the face on that one, eh? That was... That was Bruce Lee. I'm going to put the last one and then we're going to do some more music. Um, and then we'll come back for more. This next one right here. Now, this is basically a photograph of um, a man tying these clown shoes. Okay? These clown shoes. And it says, before you judge the vaxxed people, walk a mile in their shoes. For they did not do any research and took a non-approved vaccine and watched too much television. And they believe all they see and hear. <laughs> That's where the problem is. Is that if you're, if you're not listening to other opinions that you hate, how could you validate your own opinion? That's, that's how I look at it. I, I, like, seriously, how could you if, you... if you don't take the time to listen to another person's opinion or listen to a person's other side of uh, uh, another point of view, um, even when you hate it, even if it boils up within you, if you can't take the time to listen attentively and to try to understand where, where they're coming from, then you're never going to grow spiritually, intellectually, and, and emotionally. There's not, it's impossible. How could you grow? It's like, we get, have no opposition. It's like, as iron sharpens iron, as one person sharpens another, eh? You know, I have that, I have that little uh, plaque here in, in DDP Studios here um, for all artists. As one person sharpens, as iron sharpens iron, as one artist sharpens another. You have to have a healthy duel. No backstabbing. And that's the problem that's happening today. We're backstabbing people. Backstabbing this person with this comment and backstabbing that person with that comment and backstabbing. And then I said, Jason, aren't you just backstabbing people now with your memes? 
yeah, I know, because I'm trying to make a joke. I'm trying to make a point. But I'm not backstabbing. I'm just making fun of it. I'm making light of it. <sighs> if, you, if you get so offended by some of the words that I say because I make a joke, because it's something that you don't like, or it's because I made a joke about somebody you don't like, then you have a problem that you become so sensitive that you don't have any um, uh, tenacity or any courage to actually accept somebody else's opinions even if you don't like it. That's where, that's where the problem lies now. There's no tolerance of each other. No tolerance at all. And uh, anything that we deem to be intolerant is now forever intolerant. And then this, you know, this back and forth, the, the language is so horrible right now between um, us as human beings. And it, it needs to stop. We need to get be more astute, ladies and gentlemen. We need to be more for, uh, forthright and more intelligent in our reply. We need to we need to be more sure but when we say something that is backed up by something that's valid or something that's at least logical uh because we can't be talking at each other on frivolous points people always hate arguing with me and a lot of the times they hate arguing with me why because what i try to do i try to research as much as possible of what i believe in if i believe in certain something that i want to make sure that what i'm saying is actually has some validity and some truth to it and some sub substance to it but people don't like substance. People like to repeat what other people are saying without really understanding what they're saying. And I think it's because it's popular, so it, because so-and-so said it, so therefore I'm going to say it too because that person can't be wrong. Well, yeah, that person can be wrong. They're, in, they're not infallible. Not ever, you know. And we have politicians right now that are acting as if they're infallible, as if they're like, unstoppable. We are gods. How dare you talk to us like this? <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Anyways, we're going to go with some more music. We'll be right back with more DDP Radio, but uh, let's get back to, uh, let's see what scene are we on. Oh, yes. So this is, um, yeah, we're going to start off with Alanis Morissette with Hand in My Pocket. Check it out, guys. I'm broke, but I'm happy. I'm poor, but I'm kind. I'm short, but I'm healthy, yeah. I'm high, but I'm grounded. I'm sane, but I'm overwhelmed. I'm lost, but I'm hopeful, baby. And what it all comes down to. You said every man's gotta be fine, fine, fine. Cause I've got one hand in my pocket and the other one is giving a high five 
fast I'm green but I'm wise I'm hard but I'm friendly baby I'm sad but I'm laughing I'm brave but I'm chicken shit I'm sick but I'm pretty
that you're leaving Well, that comes as no surprise Still, I kind of like this feeling Of being left behind
Wow. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to DTP Radio. That was an awesome, that was an awesome song there. That was an awesome uh, musical set. We started off with um, Hand in My Pocket with that Alanis Morissette, and of course, Forgive Me and Forget uh, by Acres of Lions. And of course, the song by uh, You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, Bachman Turner Overdrive BTO. And it hasn't hit me yet. And this was a remake uh, by Blue Rodeo. Blue Rodeo. Remember Blue Rodeo? Yeah. Great band. Great band. What a great musical set. All right. So, <laughs> right before the, uh, uh, the break, we actually started off with, uh, you know, some memes. Memes of the day. <laughs> memes of the day. But I do have two more memes that I wanted to show for today, uh, which are kind of cool. And, but some of the things I wanted to talk about is like the, uh, our thinking. Like DDP Studios Incorporated is we make thinking fun. And the whole point of me starting a corporation years ago was uh, simply because I've, and, and some of you who were just tuning in and listening to me now, or for DDP Radio for the first time, uh, you know, we broadcast on several platforms like from uh, Spotify, uh, Radio Plus, uh, Google Podcasts, this, that, that podcast, a whole bunch of them, and including uh, 104.9 uh, WKPDO uh, FM in, in Wisconsin. So we do have, and we also do on Daily Motion and Periscope and other platforms. So, anyways, we do, we, I just thought it would be nice to, um, to, to actually talk about uh, certain things. Now, if you hear my cat meowing in the background, he's just being a, a good old teenager saying, Ow, I need to go outside. I want to go outside. Like a good old teenager and just meowing away. If he comes back, if he comes to the desk here in the studio, I'll actually pick him up so you can see him. So, oh, there he is. There he is. Do you want to see my cat? Here, I'll bring my cat, my cat up. There we go. This is Saucy Boo. Hey, Saucy. Yeah, you good boy. Yeah, he's uh, he's my he's my familiar, and uh, he's like the uh, the prince of Parkdale, eh? Like he's the badass of Parkdale. <laughs> yeah, he's the badass. Don't show me your ass. Why are you showing me your ass? What is with cats showing their asses to you? Have you ever wondered about that? Why cats are showing their asses to you? It's like it's like he kiss my ass, man. Kiss my ass and do what I told. Uh, if you're a pet owner, there's you would laugh at this joke because I find that if you own a dog. A dog thinks you're his master, okay? Uh, he has a master. Cats have servants. <laughs> I'm a servant. I'm the cat's servant. I, I, you know, I feed him. I let him outside. I change his litter box. I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm a servant. <laughs> and when he meows, I pet him, you know? Yeah, cats have servants. Uh, dogs have masters. <laughs> That's what I think. So it's, 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 just funny, uh, you know, when you think of look at the psychology of human pets, but look at the psychology of um, human beings right now. Fear is a very uh, hard emotion right now during the COVID nineteen, uh, you know, PCR pandemic. I call it the PCR pandemic. The it was completely, completely. Um, <sighs> oh. Uh, so I, I'm trying to, I, 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 you know, when somebody texts me and you're like, oh, I got sidetracked on my thoughts. I want to talk about the, our, our emotions, that we can't control our emotions, but we can control the behavior of our emotions. <laughs> so the, one of the things I wanted to say was that the, in our emotional state right now, regardless if you're like high or low, we got to start forgiving each other um, a lot more easily. We have to have to start more tolerance for each other. Uh, that would help too. And vaxxers and non-vaxxers uh, need to start communicating more. I find the uh, 
the vaxxers actually are very uh hostile extremely hostile to uh to anybody who doesn't wear a mask or anybody who doesn't take a vaccine as if you're like uh you know scum of the earth you're you're the problem you're the issue um so th you know that's a problem with that's a problem with a lot of a lot, with a lot with a lot that's going on okay nonetheless it is uh is getting that time so we're going to go to a few more memes like i said before before i go to another musical break some of the memes that i have is kind of funny the last meme that we had was uh before you judge the vax walking a mile in their shoes it's a photograph of actually a man tying some clown shoes <laughs> for they did not research and took a non-approved vaccine and watched too much tv and they believe all they see in here now so add adding to this i always hate when uh vaxxers or those people call me a conspiracy theorist all the time because i'm not with the, uh, the current narrative and um sorry and this is uh, this meme is perfect for that it's a, a complicity theorist <laughs> complicity theorist that's why i got to call somebody who calls me a conspiracy theorist i said oh yeah you're a complicity theorist a person who accepts the political narrative of the day unquestionably consumes mainstream media like it was 1980 and is prone to submissiveness, submissiveness, outburst of irrational fear and public shaming of free thinkers. That's so true. That's so true. Um, that's, that is so true. And the last meme of the day, so I'm going to repeat this, is a complicity, a complicity theorist. You're a complicity theorist. No, that's just complicity theory. No. Is a person who accepts the political narrative of the day unquestionably, consumes mainstream media like it was 1980, and is prone to submissiveness, outbursts of irrational fear, and public shaming of free thinkers. Yeah, public shaming of free thinkers. That's what's happening a lot. Let's publicly shame everybody that goes to the protest. Let's call everybody at the protest um, uneducated, as CTV News claims to be. Which is not true because every time I go to the protests, I've interviewed engineers, nurses, uh, teachers, uh, doctors, lawyers, uh, people from all walks of life. And I've, I haven't seen that to be the truth at all. <laughs> but, you know, uh, you know, public shaming of free thinkers, that's, that's what you have to do, you know, if you're a complicity theorist. So that's, that's the problem with, that's become with our society. Um, this is the last meme of the day. This is kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes the black sheep in the family is the only one telling the truth. And of course, the photograph of a black sheep uh, with other white sheep. It's true. Sometimes the black sheep in the family is the only one telling the truth. And that could be true. Absolutely true. All right. Cool. Thank you. for. All right. So we're going to go to the next uh, musical break. We'll be right back with more DDP Radio. And we're going to start off the, the musical set with uh, Andrew Cole, one of my, uh, one of my best buddies, um, with a song called Colorblind. Check it out. Box up your dreams and wait for a miracle to fall in man's freeze. Mine is formidable. Tie up my heart from breaking away.
one more time. You just got me feeling so free. We're gonna celebrate, celebrate and dance so free. One more time. You just got me feeling so free. We're gonna celebrate, celebrate and dance so free. One more time. You just got me feeling so free. We're gonna celebrate, celebrate and dance so free. One more time. You just got me feeling so free. We're gonna celebrate, celebrate and dance so free. One more time. You just got me feeling so free. We're gonna celebrate, celebrate and dance so free. One more time. You just got me feeling so free. We're gonna celebrate, celebrate and dance so free. One more time. You just got me feeling so free. We're gonna celebrate, celebrate and dance so free. One more time. You just got me feeling so free. We're gonna celebrate. One more time, you just got me feeling so free. We're gonna celebrate, celebrate and dance so free. One more time, you just got me feeling so free. We're gonna celebrate, celebrate and dance so free. One more time, you just got me feeling so free. We're gonna celebrate, celebrate and dance so free. One more time. Welcome back to the DB Radio. That was a great song. That was Daft Punk. One more time. Maybe when you were in a club and you were just dancing. Yeah. I'm not that young, ladies and gentlemen, please. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, if it is, uh, it's basically it's 26 degrees, uh, high 26 degrees today on Monday and also uh, low of 19 with uh, chances of uh, thunders, showers. Yes, that may occur. Okay, uh, that top of the uh, musical set actually started off with Colorblind by Andrew Cole. Of course, Rock Me Gently, um, the original from Andy Kim. And of course, Dimanche par Canaille. La chanson par, uh, Dimanche, la chanson Dimanche par Canaille. And then also uh, One More Time by Daft Punk. Yeah, it was a great musical set. It is now, it's coming up to the hour soon. Uh, you know, we're going to be ending the show soon. Um, and I do have some more music to play. <laughs> and once, you know, I always have some some words of wisdom or some words that I'm learning myself or some things that I'm trying to learn for myself. And I, I keep going over and over and over in my mind, uh, you know, since the, 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 the PCR pandemic that occurred in, in last year, there's been nothing but uh, uh, duplicity, uh, uh, lazy thinking, um, uh, apathy, uh, uh, intolerance, uh, frivolous judgments of each other. And this is what I noticed the most too. Uh, John Fresco once said, and this was a is a great thinker of this uh, of the twenty first uh, century. He passed away years ago, um, but he did say something that was actually quite fascinating. He says, "We we we are now in the society, or we now in a time of our of our civilization, where humans are now talking at each other rather than speaking with each other." And he's right completely right i've noticed that big i noticed that to be an, a truth of today's society and it's disturbing that's why that's why i hate when people talk at me or talk down at me as if well jean claude this is the way it's done now you know i know you died of age and you came back to life you 
poor thing. You know, you poor little guy. It's like treating you like a sad little puppy. And it's disgusting. And it's very sad that we would treat each other with such avarice attitudes that we think that we have all the answers just because uh, we watch television or we watch the internet or we do this or we do that or, uh, or how many books I've read. It doesn't matter. I've always had this philosophy all the time, regardless of even the people I hate, the people I really do hate, I tell them, I hate you, but I respect you because you're one of God's creations. And I respect you because you may have something to teach me. I believe that every human, every man, woman, and child has something to teach me. And vice versa, I would think that you would have the same philosophy. But it seems to be a miss. It seems to be a miss, this kind of this kind of attitude or this kind of virtue that we have lost here in Canada, because Canadians used to do that. We used to speak with each other. That's why we were considered the most polite country in the world. But now you got people talking at each other. I just saw a video from um, True North with Andrew Lawton, Andrew Lawton's radio show. He calls himself the most irreverent, uh, most irreverent radio show on, uh, on the Internet. But I'm thinking he hasn't seen me in the irreverent Michael Lambeau on Thursday nights on DDP radio night um, because if he did yeah we're more irreverent than he is by far but I like his show and he did show something that was he showed a video from one of the malls here in Toronto where an old woman can't wear a mask she's just she's got uh, got oxygen in her nose so she couldn't wear a mask she goes to the mall and she's minding her own business like there's like nobody around her it's like the mall's pretty empty um uh a middle-aged man comes up to her with a cell phone yelling at her and just basically she's not wearing a mask and obviously uh you know no one's saying anything you're not saying anything and i don't believe her she i don't care what kind of medical condition she does she shouldn't be wearing a mask she's putting everybody at risk and he's taping her with his or his cell phone and almost frightening this old lady i'm saying is that what we become I feel like slapping that man and saying, hey, man, what happened to you? Are you Canadian or are you an, an, an asshole? Because you're really acting like a really bad one. This is really bad. Like you're, you're acting like a really smelly asshole, like something that smells like shit right now. Pardon my language, but that's exactly what it is. It was uncanny of him to do that. Out of fear, he would, he would approach a senior citizen with his, camp, with his cell phone and, and like basically harassing her in the mall because she's not wearing a mask. That's unforgiving. I'm telling you, all you people out there, if you are listening and you're one of these people that actually listens to this radio program just, you know, to hate me, that's okay. Um, and you hate what I'm saying right now, that's fine. But you're all going to regret it. You're all going to regret it. When I, when I was HIV positive during the 80s and 90s, um, it was a devastating thing. It was a death sentence for you. And for me to be alive today, it was just, it's like a miracle. I'm not supposed to be alive. But now I know why I'm alive. I'm here to educate educate you about virology, educate you about fear, intimidation, and propaganda. I'm here for a purpose, and that's now I see it more clearly than ever before. But, to, but during that time in, when I was HIV positive, people were treating me like a bag of infection. Regardless of, regardless of the knowledge that the virus cannot be transmitted um, uh, person to contact of contact, like through touching or through hugging or through kissing or through whatever, it didn't matter. I still had people with intolerance that would invite me to uh, christenings, weddings, parties. And, and the excuse would always, well, there's children around and we don't, you know, some, some parents were feeling, and they were always like making excuses about why they would invite me to the, to the baby shower or 
to uh, this or to that. And it would always be, well, you know, it's because uh, some people were not comfortable. I said, some people were not comfortable with the fact that you actually shared about my status to everybody else in the world. This is what happened too. Um, the whole world knew at that point. Gossip goes around, the, uh, you know, especially churches um, and, and religious circles. Uh, gossip is more prevalent than anywhere else in society. But I was kind of like really, really hurt. Not just hurt, but mad. And I remember they were all going to regret it one day. Mm -hmm. And they all did. And everybody who's a masker and who's actually a uh, pro-vaxxer and who's like pushing this agenda uh, and, uh, and you're naive about it and you're, you're being rude to people about it and you're pushing your dogma in a very violent sense, you will regret it. You will regret about treating everybody like a bag of infections because it will come back to you. I'm telling you, you're all going to regret it one day because history always repeats itself. And things are always subject to change. All right, so I'm gonna la I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna want to end up on one more song, um, my last song for the night, and this is from a musician named uh, uh, Russ Robson, who happened to be in the studio here uh, rec uh, last year, and he had um, "Free Loving Man" was one of his songs, but he has another song that's called "Where's the Love," which was very controversial, uh, but it's on Spotify now, and his name is Russ Robson, and this is "Where's the Love." But before I go, please remind yourself all that. Please remind us the, the small bits of wisdom I'm giving you right now because it does help you. It does help you philosophically. It does help you with your mental sanity. It does help you with your emotional sanity. Um, stop speaking at each other. Start speaking with each other. Like we all try to be polite. We're all trying to think that we're so formal and all that stuff. But then we become unreal when we do that. It's because fake conversations, fake uh, relationships... It's not, it's not real. I'd rather somebody swear to me and say, I hate you because I hate you because of this. I hate you because of that. And then you know what? I'm like, oh, I love you now. I care for you. One of my best friends actually in college actually hated me so much. So he said, do you see? I freaking blank, 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 hate you because I don't like you because you do this and you do that. And it's like, yeah, and you're hiding something. And what he didn't know about the time I was actually a closet homosexual and probably that's the reason why. I was, uh, you know, I was trying to overcompensate for th certain things about uh, inadequacies or my uh, desires. Perhaps maybe I like this man and I kind of like was over nice, overly kind and really, you know, gay about it. But he caught me though. But you know what? He became one of my best friends afterwards because I said, thank you for saying that. You're the only honest person that would have the guts to say it to my face rather than saying it behind my back. And I said, thank you. He was so impressed with the fact that I actually uh, thanked him for that. That then we started a discussion and he said talking about and then every day and the, every day at college we used to say hey i hate you he said yeah i hate you too man <laughs> it became like it became a hate friendship so the same thing goes with all your friends and your family and all that stuff if you're if you may, if you got mad with your family your family's got mad with you because over the stupid uh vaccination and, and the mask then there's something wrong with our, our psyches and then we've lost the importance of who we are to be human we've lost the importance of what it is to be human amongst each other the chances, there's a, there's a mathematical formula, and I'm going to end the show here. The mathematical formula, there's a mathematical formula that Melody Beatty actually introduced, and I was always so happy about that. There's actually a mathematical proof that says for you and I currently to be in this society living, like breathing air and living at this point, the chances of you and I being here right now is one in four billion chance of us being alive. 
And the mathematical proof was very, very thorough. It had all the variables too, from natural disasters to disease to this, to morbidity rates to mortality rates. Um, it was very comprehensive, even down to location and geographical location of where we are. Uh, it took all account for that. And I felt like, wow, one in four billion chance of you and I being alive. Well, you know what that tells me? That tells me that you're freaking important, that I'm important, that you're important. So for that important, and then God, the universe, uh, you know, you know, God, Bono, I don't know, Oprah, whoever you God is, uh, our creator is, if it's that important for us to be alive, if that, if the chances of us being that, uh, is that much to be alive, that means we're important. That means you're important. So if we're important, that important, then we start speaking to each other. No, we're speaking with each other rather than at each other. That's what we should be doing. There should be a mutual respect. Not everybody's equal, people. Not everybody's equal. You can't be equal. If you're all equal, then, uh, then it would be so boring. No, we're all unique. We're all different. But we should all be treated with equal respect and, e and the attempt of being treated with equal respect and dignity. That's the difference. Anyways, my name is JC Moses. Uh, thank you for joining me on DDP Radio Daily. <laughs> for those days you feel like a nut, for those days you not. I'm here from Monday to Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Every day from Monday to Friday. You could uh, hear us on Spotify, on a whole many different platforms. Just go to ddpstudios.com slash television, and you can actually look at uh, some of our programming and um, check it out. So until next time, until tomorrow, I should say, <laughs> have faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is all three. Have a good day, people. And this is Where's Your Love, Chris Robinson. Kill myself before I hang. Ignorance, you are to blame. Where you from and where's your love? I think the world could use some prohibition still exists. Free our minds from your bullshit. I tell you now, you're going down when the world realizes you got us feeding off your drugs, your medications, cancer us. Where you from and where's your love? I think the world could use some. Now, where you from and where's your love? Just to hear an open mind has open ears A day of freedom from your order And our families growing near Guitar pickings all I have I'm as happy as I'm mad Where you from and where's your love? I think the world cause you some Now where you from? And where's your love? Yeah. Where are you from? And where's your love? Yeah, yeah. Mm. One life.
life just isn't worth the pay. Sent for trust and guns and aid. Let's help ourselves to overcome. Save the children from the drums that kill myself before I hang. Ignorance, you are to blame. And where you from and where's your love? I think the world could use some. Now, where you from? your love yeah yeah now where are you from Tell me now you don't agree What a place the world could be My expectations, dreams and love Running deeper galaxies Revolutions might you had I'm as happy as I'm mad Where you from and where's your love? I think the world could use some Now where you from? Where's your love? Where are you from? Oh, and where's your love?